Yes, I did my undergrad at West Liberty, hoping to learn as much as I could so I could get into the academy. I didn't know anything. The New York Academy of Art. The New York Academy of Art. I was really gunning on that during my four years taking watercolor with dental hygiene majors. (laughs) Okay, that's what I was doing. And (laughs) building my portfolio. Uh, Making making giant heads out of cardboard for the Christmas parade. Like, those are my assignments. So I show up. I was very, very, very excited to learn things at the Academy. And then I ended up um, doing very well at school. I had a really wonderful time. I loved the school. I made a lot of friends. And I ended up staying third year. And that's when I met. Well, I, I started hanging out with you maybe right before then. We were not hanging out. Okay, well, we saw each other <laughs> around. Because she was a hanging year out. she was a year be- below me. That's So she was basically like, what, you get like the fellowship. There's like a fellowship thing like when you graduate, which is basically like a prize where they give you a free studio and you can get some teaching experience and they bring like, you know, fuck ton of like rich people around to like buy your work and... I don't know, like, it's like a, you're like a weird purgatory where you're like not a student, but you're also like not a professor, like, no, you're not faculty, you're like this weird half Everyone's breed. watching you. Um, Pain, so but more. So you're saying you felt weird about like, I don't know, you know why you Well, they, what, that, there's but. kind of, well, there's, <laughs> there was, there's a kind of like a formality of like, you know, the fellow. Like, especially if you're, like, a first she year coming through. She's this is part of, like, my entire <laughs> sexual fantasy that I was building for no, myself. No, like, we love I'm dating it. teacher. Like, yeah. um, Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we interacted a few times at a couple parties. I think one time. She wow. she has a very long Get into it. saga story about how we met. I'll just start off with... I was dating someone else during that two, three, three years. I was with somebody. <laughs> I was with a girl that I had met three years before, just before I had started school. She was Polish. She lived in France. Then she moved to Spain. Then she was back in Poland. And I would visit her at all these places because she was studying languages. And so she was like trilingual or whatever. I think she knew like five different languages. And... um I would visit her every six months. I wouldn't see her very often. Um, But things started to go really sour. And I think to compensate for that, I felt that I need to propose to her. (gasps) (gasps) To make up some feelings that weren't there. Because it was, I realized now it was a very emotionally abusive relationship and it was not functional and we did not, we were, it was terrible matching. But we just needed each other, I think, emotionally during those times in our life. And we just were, like I was a glorified best friend, but when I would go to actually see her, it was very tumultuous. Uh-huh. It was not sexy. It wasn't romantic. It, it that really quickly lost its mm. its momentum uh, after a few years. So by the time I had proposed and she had told me no because she didn't know what her mother would say, and I realized you know this girl doesn't know who she is. She doesn't know what she wants. She doesn't know what what it would mean to marry me. She doesn't know. And I don't know. And maybe maybe this is a terrible idea. So I went home and and uh, thought about it. And we the, the relationship ended up dissolving very quickly. Which then Christina uh, Enter. entered the picture. We met at a Christmas party. She was no, wearing it was blue. Halloween. I thought it was it was oh. Halloween, and I had blackout contact oh, lenses yeah. in. Yeah. And you were dressed Wait, as who? a <laughs> captain of a ship with aviators, and I was all about that. 
and I, I was like, oh, I I was a snake demon. <laughs> I'm like talking like deep costume during like here, like from the sixties. Big snake wrapped around my. It's a weird outfit. It was weird, but it was definitely. <gasps> Sexy. You were yeah. into it. Hot. It was skin tight. Nice. <laughs> 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 I was dating Aga at that time, but we danced till for a I pretty didn't know long you guys time. Were de- I, so I met this like this mysterious like oh, captain of the sea on the dance floor, and we were like rubbing up on each other. And I was like, this fucking girl is hot. And then like, and I, I was, was like, she's a good dancer. <laughs> that was that was my <laughs> fucking like. <laughs> and then it was like turned 12 o'clock and she like, like turned into a pumpkin and disappeared and I like was having a cigarette with someone outside this club and um, I was like oh, I just made the fucking world of my life like I just had like a whole moment I can't believe it and I was like describing Sophia to this, this um, to our friend Erin and Erin was like oh babe like she's in a long term relationship and oh, yeah you know and I was like oh well I definitely can't I definitely can't do that now. When I say we were dancing and rubbing up on each other, it was like, it, you know, it was still PG. Yeah. It, you know, it was the art grind. It was, it, yeah. It was like MTV, like music video, like rubbing up on each other. It wasn't okay. like. That's okay. Pretty, that's PG-13. Yeah. 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 Straight up. I feel like I was getting. That's I was, not allowed at a school dance. I feel like <laughs> no one squirted us. The with thing the is. <laughs> I was dancing with a lot of people that night. I was not aware of this. I I thought it was all me. I was rubbing up on every person. People I never met. I had this one guy tell me I was very strong. I was like, okay. (laughs) Anyway, so then the story continues. Then I see you again at a Christmas party. Uh, there There was a lot of like 19th century courting of polite sort of loving from afar and then I like got wind that she's going to go overseas to place her girlfriend and I was like locking it down shipping it out and went back home to Australia and cried my eyes out to my dad over Christmas lunch and I was like I mean so keep being married to somebody else and she didn't know how <laughs> were you <laughs> drunk were you drunk what are you saying yeah, oh, okay I was talking to my dad and he was like oh that sucks and I was like oh I'm so sorry and I was like, yeah. And then, you know, I totally packed it up. And I was like, okay, that one, that ship has sailed. So glad that, you know, never <laughs> went there because she's getting married and that would have been all kinds of nasty. And then you came back and thank God she said no. And oh. you broke up and you asked me out on a date that wasn't a date, but I thought it was a date. And I like <laughs> wore clean undies and did like the whole thing. And. <laughs> There's so you brought players. two friends to the bar to show oh, right no, here. I was like, I was very casual. Shirt. I was like, remember was that like, my last oh. comment? Oh, this girl's a good dancer. That was why I thought maybe she'd want to come dancing with me. And I was, <laughs> there was like, no, it's I did on. not. Was not thinking about it like that. But yeah. And as the date began, and I realized, like, oh, we're at a, we're at a gay bar, and I brought my friends that aren't gay with me to that bar and I'm meeting someone that I think might be gay. Maybe this is a date. I think. Oh, and this is all kind of clicking and, mm-hmm. and at that point they, my friends just ghost. They're just like, we don't know what to do with yeah, ourselves here. A good idea. We don't belong here. Yeah. What bar were you at? Henrietta, Henrietta. Hudson. Oh. <laughs> 
was cute. We danced a lot. Can you try to dance with some other people? Like some other people. See, I really I was, know I what. Was, <laughs> and I was like, so not this couples girl. therapy. Because I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to think about okay. it like that. Uh, I was. I had been like sitting in a box to the left for like nine months. Oh my <laughs> god! <to> pop out. <laughs> okay, and then are we okay. gonna tell the story how you came home? Hold on. What? Oh wait, yeah, no. <laughs> She's like, let me I'm walk so you to the train. I'm, so I'm like, okay, well, okay. <laughs> And then you came on the same train with me, and then you're like, well, no, 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 I really no, have like, to oh, pee. What train do you get home? And I was like, yeah, I can take the R. Yeah, Charlie, let's go take the R. That's like on the way home. Like, I live on 15th Street. She purposely oh. misses her damn stop. Oh, oh, I just missed the train. Oh, oh, God. God. oh I really need to pee? Oh, my God. Can I just come <laughs> She has her cake. And then I just immediately leave. For the account, I did actually have to go. And I was actually scared. I was like, I this could swing like, either maybe... two ways. I had to piss myself on the way there. And she never talks to me again. Or actually make it to the apartment, pee. And then I get to bone her. But um, so did you bone or? Well, what? I had a roommate at you the time didn't? who lived in a bunk bed above <laughs> my oh, head. No, I was not aware of this. I, I had not prepared to bring anyone home for me with me. Okay, and so I make her wear pajamas. I wear pajamas, and I say, "Okay, well, we can maybe just figure Lying it out." Bed together. Yeah, and and I was very scared. I was very nervous, but I was excited. Oh, how long ago was this? Two, two, two and a bit years ago, and we kissed. There was some like there was like some <laughs> high school fun happening. Yeah. Like it was like boarding school fantasy. Yeah, we couldn't help it. You know, I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Cool. Um, that was. I felt like I just was listened to my much? parents tell. No. no. Yeah, I feel like I just listened to my parents well, tell me how they met. So do it. Um, I'm a Libra and Sophia is a Scorpio. You yep. saying that for Sophia was a very Libra thing for you to do. <laughs> so thank you for that. <laughs> Great. We are in studio with this is so fucking sweet. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> okay, we are in studio with Sophia Kayafas and Christina Jufrida. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Christina. <laughs> uh, I am a sculptor living in New York City. Sophia? Hi, I'm Sophia. I'm a painter that lives in Brooklyn. Great. <laughs> we did, that was awesome. We yeah, love. thank you. They're also dating. Thank you. I uh, felt like we need to get that out there. You guys are touching each other right now. But I just want to, <laughs> but I also, like, if we're going to illustrate this correctly for the listeners, what's so beautiful in ABC Family about this is that, like, there is so much love, but there's also room for Jesus. Um, they, have, <laughs> You're right. they have, like, just the right amount, like, You're a right. forearm's worth of That's length true. between them. And is it because of the mics? Yes, but also, like, romantic tension like what like the chemistry in the room it's I palpable. have to retain my individuality wow to be emphasized in physical space <laughs> clearly <laughs> 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 meanwhile gare is literally using her boyfriend as an armrest <laughs> okay okay jacob's in the room whatever let's address the fucking elephant boy in the room <laughs> 
He's our favorite boy. Don't say anything. Boy. I don't want them to know what your voice sounds like. Um, <laughs> they'll fall in love yeah, with you immediately. <laughs> um, okay, great. Uh, thank you guys for being here. So, 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 so much. Uh, we're just going to start out with a simple one. Just a fucking softball. How long have you both been doing art? Oh, Lord. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> My whole life. Also, you need to be closer to the mic. Yeah, you can hold it like with your hand. You can you pull it. You can take it out. I don't want to hold it. Okay, so well, you need of. to be a little bit closer. So, yeah, you're not uh, okay. Sophia also hosts I Will Plug You because you won't. Art Grind Podcast. The Art Grind Podcast, yeah. 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 So you podcast all the time. Yeah. yeah. We do one once a week and we interview artists uh, from different places in different spaces in their careers and we ask them questions and we kind of try to get to the nitty gritty that's great yeah now it's our turn to get to the nitty gritty (laughs) (laughs) now let's go in um yeah how long have you both been doing art well i'm i'm 27 so i i was doing art in high school does that do i start there when did your love for art begin high school probably when i was 18 I 17. I was more into like theater and performance although I did visual arts um but I really wanted to work in the theater and I pursued that until I moved to London and tried to do that and then had like a sort of like 18 year old realization of how the world works and I was like no fucking way am I doing that with my life like, she was auditioning for drama schools all over the world. Oh wow! And, well, London is very small. good. <laughs> that's, I think that's pretty. That's pretty big effort to make at eighteen that you're going to audition. Yeah, I like had this. no idea what I was doing. I was just like, anyway. So that's um, so I was kind of late to the game, and then I was like um, doing like I was basically stripping in gay bars in Sydney when I came. Awesome. back and I cut it and that's when like burlesque was like really taking off right so like Dita Von Teese had just become big in like 2006 or whatever and then so like that was like in the like the height of like burlesque as like a new cool thing so I was doing a lot of that and then I was working with a producer called Glitter Supernova in Sydney and she was like babe you're like you're not you're not in school really <laughs> and you're not really and you're just hanging out at bars <laughs> like, you should get a degree and you should do performance art you should go to sydney college of the arts and at least get a piece of paper under your belt so that you know you've got something to land on because life be tough um so i took up her advice and auditioned for art school and um went into film and performance and that's how i started wow Wow. So how old were you? Was 20 when I went to art school, I think, by the time. Took me a while. Did a bit of bouncing around. And Sophia, where did you go to art school? Uh, I went to the academy. That's the only art school that you went no, to? No, you studied art in West Virginia. It was an undergrad uh, it's liberal an arts story. college. Got it. Got yeah. it. But, but what did you study there? Well, they didn't have studio art there they didn't even have a studio program there <laughs> but they had a uh they had a drawing teacher <laughs> and we had i think we had models twice and i knew from that moment that i was like okay 
I got to go to New York to do this. But he had kind of reeled me in before she, that. This is a long story. Well, you kind of muddled. It's supposed to be like a full oh, ride scholarship to do arts at another university <laughs> and then for a number of reasons wasn't able to pursue that. And then you came to West Virginia and it's kind of amazing because then you kind of pieced together your own like undergraduate art degree. And like you were being taught by professionals, but you did a lot of like self-learning and like just had incredible discipline and turned out amazing work considering you had no I, it cohort. Was bad. It was bad stuff. <laughs> no, it was, no, it's actually very it impressive. Was, it was disciplined stuff. I, wa- I was really just trying to study, teach myself how to how to think. Like old school style. Yeah. yeah. Well, think at all with it. I, it was very weird that I was doing that in Wheeling in 20 minutes from my house. Wheeling's a town. In Wheeling's a town in Got West it. Virginia. That's Got where it. I it sounded like from. a verb. <laughs> so I was like, where are you Wheeling from? Uh, that's a good idea. Uh, Let's I'm start actually, doing that. Yeah. Uh, I'm wheeling <laughs> over right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, so can I ask a question as a newcomer? Garrett does know them more than I do. So you do both identify as visual artists? Like what type of art would you, like when someone's like, what? type of art you do because you said that you were into performance art Mm. and I didn't know that Mm. I don't I haven't performed since 2012 oh okay so So that's um hasn't been part of my practice for a long time um I wouldn't say that I wouldn't go back to it but uh, I don't know. I get I, it's sculpture. I don't know. I hate this whole thing of like. There's a difference between fine art and like craft and like. There's like all these divisions. Like bullshit. It's, just, it's like fucking lizard people making things. Like that's like the end of it. So I don't know. It's just like I make stuff. Is that, I don't know. Maybe that. She's, no, spe- she's a sculptor. Yeah. There we are. I'm a painter. Yeah. But I also sculpt and I love drawing. I teach drawing at two different schools. Well, I actually teach at the academy sometimes too. Buckle up. Uh-huh. Oh, our question is, what is it like dating another artist? Like, how does that influence you guys as your own, you know, creative people? I love it. It's the best. Because we can talk about our struggles and our doubts and fears and, and snap each other out of it. We mm-hmm. can give each other pretty harsh critiques. Yes. And we're always happy for the other person when they succeed. There's no jealousy. There's no... no. It's a constant like, inspiration. Yeah, it's yeah. really nice. And I feel like we influence each other artistically. We don't even know it. Oh, God, yeah. It's like a subconscious For thing. sure. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like, Gary, you're a comedian. Mm. I think that your, your humor might come into <gasps> Jacob's paintings. Mm. He, he really embraces the humor in his paintings. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. And just so everyone on the podcast knows, and I may have to put this a little bit earlier, the reason why I know Sophia and Christina and why AB is meeting Sophia and Christina here, actually, I think you met them at my Halloween party. Mm -hmm. Yes. It was just me. The reason why I know them is because my boyfriend Jacob, who is not going to speak... But he does have a tape <laughs> There he is. He does have a tape measure. He's 12 years old. Cutest boy <laughs> alive. He's not 12 years old, ladies and gentlemen. Whatever, he's, he's just like a young. Um, he's a beautiful big boy <laughs> of a legal age. <laughs> I know I know him because, I know them because of Jacob, who goes to school, goes or to went to school Academy. with the academy. 
was my, my first interaction with Jacob was Bernardo's class. Was that what that was? Yeah, I was okay. teaching with, with a teacher. <laughs> Whatever. This isn't Jacob's he was fucking my podcast. This is my fucking podcast. Still is. You, you, um, you. I just want to say, because this circles back to our most recent episode, Jacob is wearing my spy museum hat. Um, oh we are keeping this in the edit. Uh, he is wearing my spy museum hat. I think I edited uh, that out of the last no, episode. No, I put it back you in. Put it back in. <laughs> I just want them to go to the spy museum with me so bad, and then they won't go to the spy museum with me. We'll, and it's we'll about talk our friendship, about it. We'll and we're going to air what needs to be on the table. You're okay. right. Um, I digress. Okay, so the follow up. So question. in okay, yeah, because I feel like you couldn't pay me though to date another comic. Like I get the no, idea of like dating another either. artist, but I mean like we date and it's not working. Out really well. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> she has a boyfriend, so yeah. obviously it's not working. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. How does? I guess you guys already said that there isn't any animosity, but has there really, there's been none, like not at all? No. I, (laughs) I, (laughs) sometimes I feel like I get imposter syndrome because I'm like, my God, my girlfriend is so damn talented and natural and graceful and humble and like so wildly inspired and then like I look at myself and I'm like what the fuck am I doing (laughs) oh my gosh like sometimes I think I get but that's just that's just a insecurity I think that I would get from being in close proximity to anyone but I mean I'm always like looking out like Sophia was like working out of her like home for a while we had like a home studio in our lounge room and I was like it was like really hard to work there and I could see that and so like I don't know like my mission was I have to find the perfect art studio for Sophia she has to have a space that she can call her own that's like private that like I'm not in that no one else is in that she can like have like a like a place of work to go to so she can fucking wake up in the morning and be like, I am a professional. I am heading to my studio to do the thing. And like, that's a, that's a huge part of my practice. I have to, in order to like trick myself into thinking that I'm a professional, I'm like, I am a professional because I have a place of work to go to. Like if I was just waking up and going to my lounge room, I personally find that very Mm. difficult. So I don't know. She ended up putting me in a studio lottery recently. And I won the studio lottery, <gasps> and so did she. <laughs> well, I didn't get it. My friend did, and we were like meant to share together anyway. And originally, I was like, "Well, even if Sophie doesn't want it, like, oh, maybe I'll just take hers." But then we all we all got it, and we all got studios that are like right where? near each other. And they're six months Brooklyn away from the ab- army terminal apartment. down oh, in Sunset oh, Park, right on the water. Um, okay. To build off of that, what we're talking about? Mm. How do you think being in like? Uh, gay relationship shapes your art personally. Or just being, you know, like your sexuality in general personally and being with another person mm-hmm. of that form. You're making work about that all the time in a very conscious way. Definitely. And That's I something. make work about that in a more subconscious way. As Can w- you explain for us with, you know, I think my work is more of like a confession or like a spiritual journey. And maybe Christina's is more like a fighting, like proclamation. I don't know. I hope it's not a fighting proclamation. (laughs) 
Um, I think, Sorry. if anything, that's probably just evidence of my immaturity in that way. My practice has been what it is like currently in, in a, perhaps like a bigger way is that I'm really interested in the role of like um, fantasy and storytelling as a, as a way to work through the trauma and how like internalizing certain narratives is like almost like a self-help tactic that um, you know humans have been using for a really long time and I'm interested in what that looks like um, I think specifically for queer women because that's something that I feel like I've lacked greatly in my life having very explicit recognizable queer stories to, to latch onto and I feel the effect of that because as someone now like like turning 30 next year and you know I, I recognize parts of my self that kind of feel stunted because I and it almost feels adolescent because I wasn't able to work those things out as an adolescent because I hadn't even been exposed to them yet give an example like there's not a there's well, not I'm a Disney I, it's movie a, for yeah I mean like in a basic way there's yeah. like you know there's no gay Disney film yet. Mm. And like I that was a huge thing for me when I was a child was like being obsessed with Ariel and Belle and Mulan. Um, and not knowing really why. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Like <laughs> it's like a weird thing of like wanting to be someone, but also wanting to fuck them. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. It's like a lot of stuff that like I'm starting to like, you know, the beauty of hindsight, like looking back at my life and like figuring out what stuff was and I'm like why has it taken me so long to like be able to sit in myself and be okay with that and I think it's because I wasn't able to ever clearly articulate what my story could be you know I think it's different for queer people so like other parts of your identity like I don't know perhaps being a woman or your ethnicity or your religion that's something that you can learn through like a traditional family structure perhaps so it's something that can be passed down and becomes like like very personalized in that way whereas like I'm gonna go out on a limb here and this is probably not correct but like for the majority of gay people like it's it's not a family thing like you might not have parents who Mm. are queer you might not have another family member who is queer you might not even be in a community that even has any recognizable queer people so it's very hard to learn those things and you're internalizing these other structures and these other sort of like ideas of a relationship ideas of what desire is ideas of what even sex is and then yeah and you're like and so like you still have a sexuality but like the tools you're being given are like weird and awkward and clunky and you don't understand why but you want to fuck so like like let's go <laughs> yeah. for it and you're like this is deeply upsetting and I don't understand why and everyone else around me is like yay and I'm like I am crying in the bathtub like <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Um, mm. so I don't know my work at the moment is looking a lot at that and trying to look at that what that is for me in like a weirdness I don't know people hate the word nostalgia but maybe my work is nostalgic but it's it's it's, maybe it's nostalgic you're nostalgic for something you didn't get yeah oh that was poetic yeah that could have been a lyric in a My Chemical Romance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. But geez, so but I feel like Gerard you are making writer, so. those things. You're making those things because you, you have to, you want to, and 
Yeah. And they are quite bold. Wait, can I just ask what... Okay, because you, you're saying that you don't have a lot of... Outlets is the wrong word. I don't know what the word resources? I'm trying to... Yeah, resources. So mm-hmm. what if you had to, like... I'm I'm sure you have a few now that, like, you look at or things that you watch or things that you reference. Totally. There's to, definitely content So what? So what are there. some of them? Oh, man. For you Totally personally. obsessed with Gentleman Jack on HBO at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I've read the biography That's now on Anne Lister. Um, I love Company Gallery um, in Chinatown. Uh, they show... Um, I'm going to mispronounce her name right now, and I'm really sorry, but um, okay, Kajsa von no. Zippel. Okay. Um, no, Kas- no, it's Kajsa. Is she's Swedish? It's like C A J S A, I think. Um, von Z- Kajsa von Zippel. She's with Company Gallery. You should look her up. Amazing work. Works figuratively. Um, I feel weird prescribing sexualities for other people, but she's married to a woman, so I'm going to say that she's a queer woman. Mm. Um, potentially uh, she makes work there and there's also like Raul Danives and then you know um, Chris uh, Bogea who incredible artist she's mentioning yeah who's like you know teaches at NYU um, you know obviously like Nick Cave there are lots of artists out there. Yeah. Sorry, can That's I just cool. say that this whole fucking time, Sophia and Jacob have just been fucking drawing each other? What's the wrong cuties. with that? No, I just think it's like, you're literally sitting there like, yeah, babe, yeah, babe, that's fucked up. And I'm you're listening. like, I, I, you are, but you're like, yeah, babe, fucking tell them. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, we need the papers because we, all of this very beautifully said, and I can't wait to go mm. back. Come on, with the drawing? <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> Be careful. We might have to make you sit Hold in the corner. Yeah, oh, you can just point the corner. We want to play a game with you oh. to like kind of actually break some down stuff. some of the stuff. stuff that we're talking okay. about. They That's really a, good. Okay. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you um, need your paper, though. Oh, they're okay. both incredible artists, so the doodles are very incredible. So congratulations on being so talented. Um, so this is a podcast, so yeah. we cannot see we can, it. Yeah, we cannot properly Where's tell you guys. Oh, um, okay, so many people will know this game under the name The Newlywed Game. That is not what we're calling it here. We're calling it the, the newly podcasting uh, interviewees game. I hated all of that. But this is <laughs> Thank you. I can't no. with it right now. <laughs> but that's the important thing about our friendship, right? Like, I'd be honest with you. You're like, right. Radical honesty. I hated everything that You're, came out of your mouth. You know what I'm you. saying? Um, <laughs> thank you. So the, this is the format of the game. <laughs> Everyone yes. is given a piece of paper and a pen. Ooh, okay. And we will prompt you guys with a question. And you... Oh, well, no. It has to be... One person is asked the question, and one person has to answer the question in a way they think their partner would answer yes. it. So it would be like, for example, oh here's it's one. Like, it's going to be so good. Is... Maybe we'll break up. <laughs> that's what we said. That's the goal of this episode is to break yeah, you guys up. Yeah, that's <laughs> what this episode is all about. Um, yeah, so like the example would be like, oh, like what is AB's favorite movie? Garrett would have to write down what my favorite movie is. I would have to write down what my favorite movie is. And, and then we reveal if we're a match. Yeah. And then you get a point. If not, you're not meant to be together. Yeah. We throw you out the window. You know, <laughs> Jafiel, Jafiel. Um, I think this is going to be really funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I write down the thing that I think she would say. Yeah. Yes. Because yes. okay. you want it to, ma- if it's a match, you, it's like, you how well do point. you know her? That's the, yeah. that's the game. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. 
Oh, okay. Sorry, babe. We should bet. So does that mean I answer each question twice? What I would say, no. and then what she would no, say? No, you just write. No, down. just what you would say. So yeah. we'll start with you prompt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. Ready? So. Yeah, that's fine. No, so we're gonna guide you through it, and then we're gonna edit it. So right, then it's that's so what you think like, I would say. What the answer? So would here's right. an example one. You go. Okay. So, what is Sophia's snack of choice? You write down your snack of choice. Christina's going to write down what she <laughs> thinks your snack of choice is. You got it. Are you ready? <laughs> okay, Here, Christina. Three, no, no, no. They, you have to say what Christina put oh, first. Um, I said baby carrots. And what did you put? <laughs> Do you ha- I eat figs. Figs. <laughs> figs. Oh, right. you, you you baby carrots out of the bag. I don't eat them like that often. I do love how usually in the newlyweds game they'll be like, you're right, I do eat carrots. But <laughs> Sophia straight up like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, don't eat them. Thank you so much for listening to Queer York City. Our theme song is by Girlwood. That is G-R-L-W-O-O-D. And you can find them on any music streaming service. And please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Queer York City. 